Good afternoon and happy Friday to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning into Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today's Friday, November 10th, and you're hearing from Alyssa Badger, Vice President of High Ground Dairy, and Kara Murphy, our Dairy Market Intelligence Manager. We had a wealth of new data hitting the marketplace this week to discuss, so let's kick things off with our CME recap of the week, Kara. Well, when the rocket to the moon runs out of steam, all that's left is to plummet back to Earth. And we saw this this week in the butter market, falling by a whopping 50 cents since last Friday's close to now sit at 260 today with 31 trades. There was also some drama in the cheese market this week with the first block and barrel inversion since June 30th, observed on Thursday. As of today's close, block cheddar is at 160 per pound with 15 trades, while barrels sit at 165 per pound with a total of 20 trades. Things were a bit quieter in the nonfat dry milk market, climbing back to sit above 120 per pound, seeing five trades over the week, and in the dry waste space, where we hovered within a one cent range all week, closing at 39 and three quarters cent with 12 trades. Boy, those cheese prices are pretty cheap versus what we're seeing from Europe and New Zealand, and the same can be said for our powder prices here. Though even with that seasonal correction on butter, the U.S. is still priced well above the rest of the world, anywhere from 20 to 60 cents per pound higher than our international competitors. The USDA released September dairy product production data and export volumes this week. Why don't you give us a summary of what the production report said, Kara? Absolutely. Nonfat dry milk and skim milk powder productions really stood out as it registered the smallest combined volume since September 2015, while stocks dropped to their lowest figure in almost four years. Cheese and butter output were neutral to our expectations. Total cheese saw a modest year-over-year gain from higher natural American cheese output, which was barely offset by lower Italian cheese volumes. More butter was made in September compared to 2022, notching the second highest September on record. There was also a bit of a divergence going on in the whey complex. High stocks of WPC-34 suggest a bearish outlook, and plentiful dry whey inventories overcame dwindling production for a neutral one. In contrast, WPC-80 was bullish to our expectations, with output rising and stocks depleting, driven by greater consumer demand for high-protein foods. Shifting dynamics in the whey space is not only driven by the domestic market, however, September export data marked higher volumes of WPC greater than 80%, moving to Japan and China, and smaller sailings of dry whey and WPC less than 80%, going to Indonesia and Malaysia. Very impressive numbers there for WPC greater than 80, as we actually stretched to an all-time high. What else did the export numbers say, Kara? Skim milk powder shipments also plummeted to the lowest level since August 2019, as sales to Mexico dropped to 28,000 metric tons, the smallest volume since July 2022. But to end on a positive note, cheese exports rose above the prior year for the second consecutive month, driven by more robust shipments to Mexico, China, and Canada of grated and powdered cheese than processed cheese. What else happened this week in the international market, Alyssa? Well, I think the big one this week was the global dairy trade auction that took place on Tuesday, and that ended up being pretty bullish for Fonterra source skim milk powder, cheddar cheese, and lactose. It was neutral whole milk powder and hydrous milk fat and buttermilk powder, while it was bearish European source skim milk powders and butter. 
even though the overall GDT index printed negative, there were some pretty bullish undertones reverberating within the data. This auction was somewhat controlled by North Asian buyers, of course, with this region securing number one share by a large margin. North Asia consumed half of the whole milk powder, slightly more than 50% of total skim milk powder, and well over half of the butter volumes on offer. Encouraging news for the argument that China's demand should remain somewhat firm as the season progresses. But we also think that maybe Chinese buyers are responding to the weaker New Zealand milk supply expectations into the latter half of their dairy season. And just a quick recap on what we're seeing in Europe this week, milk production stats that are flowing in are getting pretty ugly. Germany's weekly figures into October are down nearly 1% from prior year. France continues to show large reductions in milk. The UK is struggling. Ireland's turned negative. The Netherlands remains negative. It's just a really interesting supply side here, and things could really tighten up quick into the new year. So keep that on your radar, especially as Oceania milk starts to slow as well. I think that just about wraps it up here. But before we go, on behalf of everyone at High Ground, we'd like to take a moment to thank the men and women of the United States Armed Forces for their service and wish everyone a happy Veterans Day. We will see you again next week on Let's Chat Markets. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information, as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.